Hi everyone, welcome back to Co-Parenting Basics. This is Carrie. I am working from home today, sitting at my kitchen table, and I thought, you know what, why not hop on here and do a quick podcast and highlight a couple of those four formula parts that I've mentioned in prior podcasts. I don't wanna keep you waiting because they are important and they are what works. Um, I've seen it firsthand that the two people that have visited me and done the podcast with me um, Jen and Jess as well as Chelsea just the other day have talked about how those four formula parts have worked to benefit their situation so I don't want to hold off and not share that with you because it's so important to be able to start using them in a way that's going to change your situation so as a quick reminder the four formula parts that I'm talking about are and I call them the four formula parts to successful, respectful, and responsible co-parenting. But they are, number one, make a choice. Make a choice every day to co-parent respectfully and responsibly. Two, set aside your differences to be able to do that. Three, this, this is a toughie, set it, not set aside, no. Always do the right thing even if your ex isn't. And then four, go for the Oscar. So again, I'm gonna highlight it at least one, um, hopefully two if time allows. But the first one I want to talk about is make a choice. And again, it's make a choice every day to co-parent respectfully and responsibly. So you hear that and you're like, well, okay, what's that going to look like? What does that look like for me from where I'm sitting in my co-parenting relationship and journey? Um, What is that going to require of me? Uh, Is that going to require you to maybe remove some anger and emotion? Are you possibly being petty about situations, whether it's visitation, schedules, um, the adaptability and flexibility that comes along with that? Phone calls has been a big issue with not just um, Jess and Jen when I talk to them, but Chelsea as well, and workshop attendees. There's um, some issue with that. So what is it going to look like for you? So... When you think about this make a choice thing, to break it down and to really simplify it, even though this co-parenting thing is hard, it can be simplified if we're thinking about it a little bit differently. And one of the things that I think is helpful in getting this one right is to say, you know what, I make a choice every day, what I'm gonna wear, what I'm gonna eat, what time am I needing to walk out the door, what am I packing in my lunch, what am I packing in my kids' lunch, those kind of things. So just adding that to the list, adding, making a choice to co-parent respectfully and responsibly, add that to the list of the daily choices, you know? Um, The other thing to remember too, when you're thinking about what that's gonna look like, really taking a hard look at the longer that it takes you to put a standard in place for how you want to co-parent, the longer it's gonna take the kids to adjust to this new normal that you're trying to create for them. So this make a choice formula part is a great way to begin that standard. And um, making a choice to co-parent respectfully and responsibly is so that the kids are not really paying a price for any anger and emotion that you might have towards your ex. So that's, I, I so maybe some, sometimes that's hard to hear, but it's the real deal. That's the real McCoy right there. Um, And children don't deserve anything less than respectful and responsible co-parenting from the two people that they're looking up to. So it's really important to figure out how to get that standard put in place. These again are tools to help you do that. Um, They seem kind of elementary, but I do understand in the middle of high conflict, separation and divorce, how difficult this is. So um, another thing too is like, this is all kind of like little effort, huge impact. 
So Chelsea even described the other day in our podcast how these little efforts and a lot of hers was how she was how she was communicating to her ex. And when he saw her communicating what she wanted from him differently, she saw change. So that's what I'm talking about. She didn't have to do much to get that change, but she did have to change her attitude. Um, so again, little effort, huge impact. So that's one of them. The second one that I want to talk about is setting aside your differences and to be able to do that, setting aside your differences to be able to make a choice. Um, so removing anger and emotion that you may have at your ex is really key. The other thing that may help a ton is to maybe look at your relationship with your ex differently. So like the relationship that you have with your ex as it pertains to your separation and your divorce or any court proceedings or anything like that that's going on, it can be completely different than the relationship you have with them or could have with them as the mother or father of your kids. So I think once you can define that relationship a little differently, it's going to be a lot easier to set aside your differences. Um, This is something that my ex and I got really, really right. It's like we made a decision to divorce and then we did the right thing by our daughter by co-parenting respectfully and responsibly. But in order to do that, we had to set aside our differences. Um, For me, Um, my focus wasn't so much on us not being together any longer as much as it was for me to recognize that together or not, he was, and still is, um, a good dad to our daughter. So the anger and emotion that the two of us had, we just set aside that so that we were able to co-parent in a way that was respectful and responsible and that she didn't have to pay the price for, and she didn't have to pick up pieces and she didn't have to recover. I mean, she didn't have to recover from our co-parenting or lack of respectful and responsible co-parenting. And that's just really, really huge. Um, Staying conscious about that anger and emotion. So much of what we get wrong with co-parenting, and I said this to Chelsea the other day, and it was kind of an aha moment for her. It's an aha moment for many, many in the workshop. So much of what we get wrong in co-parenting is anger and emotion driven. And like, if I say that in my workshop, nodding heads. I mean, there's nodding heads. It's the truth. If you think about being able to just remove some of the anger and emotion, then these things, these tools that are being put in place for you to use as a guide um, to get to a place of successful, respectful, responsible co-parenting can start to begin. But it can't until you do that. I mean, it just can't. Um, And maybe what you've been trying um, isn't working and maybe this will. So um, those are just, again, those are just two of them. The next one is um, always do the right thing, even if your ex isn't. I'll highlight that one on my next podcast as well as going for the Oscar. Those are, um, that one's a lot of fun. Um, But today I just wanted to hop on here and get you started with at least these two. So maybe if you can start with one, make a choice every day to co-parent respectfully and responsibly, whatever that's going to look like for you. And then set aside your differences to be able to do that. Those two things, those two hopefully little efforts will result in huge impact for you. So that's the hope. Um, The hope is that you're going to be able to co-parent in a way that's respectful and responsible, one, and also in a way that um, your children are not going to be affected in a negative way long-term, especially long-term, 
um, because of the way you're co-parenting. So um, I guess I'm going to get back to work and let you all go. And I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. And I'll just talk to you again. This is Carrie with Co-Parenting Basics.